Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. And in fact, it's not me and Chris today, but it is, it is John and Cody today making his epic return to the podcast. Yep, uh, Chris has yet again failed you, audience, and I'm here to pick up the pieces. I'm I'm here to <laughs> to save the day. <laughs> it's very like it's like sinister uh, sinister Superman. <laughs> yeah, Chris has attendance issues. He can't. <laughs> he doesn't care about you guys like I do. <laughs> I don't I don't think any of that is true. <laughs> um, but we are going to talk about the Steam Deck because Cody, we, as as we talked about earlier this year, you had pre-ordered like a Steam Deck like a year ago. Yep. And it has finally yep. arrived as of what last month? This month? I don't know how many weeks like ago has co- it been. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. Well, what is time? Um, yeah. What and is so time? Uh, you've had some had some good times with it, and we're going to chat about the Steam Deck, um, which you you talked me out of about a year ago. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's kind of a story like john texted me he's like i am thinking about getting a pc gaming i saw the steam deck thing is coming out i'm thinking about reserving one and i'm like nah man don't valve doesn't support their hardware (laughs) and then like i'm like yeah they just let stuff fall to the wayside and give up on it like the i've got the steam streaming thing uh they they quit making those the steam controller they quit making those don't pick one up john and then i read more about the steam deck after john texted me that and that's the very same day i ordered one (laughs) near hours later (laughs) about a year and some days later i got my steam deck so and i felt immensely bad for talking john out of it that's okay that is okay i uh you know i'm the thing is, if I order one today, I probably won't get it until after the first of the year. I think they've said that, like, okay, as of, like, July, they were still going to be able to, if some if you put it in an order, they were going to be able to get it to you in, like, December or something like that. But yeah, uh, some, but I think I think we've now bumped into, like, the next year. Yeah, somehow they've pumped up the production numbers. Yeah, I guess, like, my one, like, I've been curious how many there are out there and then how many they expect like to sell like because it's not this isn't like a a a big manufacturer it's not like a nintendo or somebody like doing something like that where they're gonna like go ahead and plan on like okay let's let's have a ton of these out there um being like a brand new console uh handheld console from a, a you know steam um but it does seem like they have like ramped it up a lot I am curious, like, if we will ever get to the point where, like, hey, they're just available um, and you can just order one. Um, I feel like that might never happen, but I don't know. It's been weird because we've had, like, supply chain stuff for the past few years. and Right. Yeah. Like, it was, it, it seemingly, it was, like, the worst possible time to, like, <laughs> to debut new hardware of, like, hey, we're going to launch this brand new device and hope that all the components are able available in, you know, a year or whatever, so... Yeah, generally they make something and then they kind of give up on it. But like the say the Valve Index, that's like their VR headset. Yeah. You can still order that and that's been out for a few years now and uh I don't know what the turnaround time on that is, like if you have to wait a month or if it's mm-hmm. you order it and it just shows up a few days later. 
So I now, think that would be like a good indication on it the would, Steam it Deck. Would. Yeah, and I guess like with the index, like they haven't updated that a ton either. So like I also was like, okay, well this device seems cool. Should I wait for version two? You know, question mark. And I just yeah. don't think I don't think that it's probably going to get updated. Uh, you know, um, probably probably not anytime soon because the the index hasn't had like a big hardware iteration since its like launch. So yeah, yeah. The well, so I've been seeing things for a while, like months and months, maybe even a year or two, about like the Valve Deckard. Ooh, what's this? It's like the code name. I you know Deckard after Blade Runner. I assume. Yeah. And there's there's data miners and stuff like this guy. His name on YouTube is sadly it's Bradley, who's who like data mines and he found out stuff about like the Valve Deckard and he's always speculating about it. And it might be like a standalone headset, so no PC required. Interesting. Which would which would tie in with the Steam Deck hardware. That would be awesome. Like the development they've done for the Steam Deck is directly applicable to like a standalone VR headset. Well, and like that, that system on a chip thing. Yeah. Battery yeah. powered, all that power in one small space. So as far as like that goes, like the screens, the tiny little screens would also like play into that. Like, I feel like just those two things kind of being portable hand in hand would, would, would definitely like enhance each other. Um, and it would also compete with the quest too. Yeah. Which w- race recently was like, Raised by one hundred dollars. Yeah, that's a huge price hike. Uh, which actually, I don't think it is. Is it done now? Like, if you bought one like today, is the is it the new price yet? Because like, I feel like it was so weird because they announced that they're going to raise the price in like a month. So get your orders in now. And I, I part of me was like, are they just wanting a bunch of orders like right now? Like, does Facebook just need like an influx of cash? Yeah. right this second. Um, yeah, it's like unprecedented for like a console to yeah. like go up in price. Yeah, most of the time, like I, the the components that a console's made of get cheaper over time, you know, and uh, and yeah. and compiling those opponent uh, components gets more um, automated over time too. Where it's like, okay, yeah, well, we can make you know we can com- like go ahead and like have the you know these two pieces already together, and then you know that that cuts down on production time, that sort of thing. But so. It's odd for it to go up, and it was also odd for them just to announce, be like, hey, the price is going up, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're trying to force a bunch of people to buy it or something. Yeah, yeah. Before the price goes up. Which, yeah, Facebook's weird. Have, which I'm still, like, the whole, like, metaverse, like, the all of the screenshots that I've seen from from anything within that, like, just they look really strange to me. Um, but... That be that's not what this podcast is about. No. So, no. Uh, but regardless, what have you been up to since the last time you've been on the podcast, Cody? Oh man, what what have I been up to? I mean, the the Steam Deck. But other than that, you know, that's pretty much my life now, John. That's <laughs> that's that's all I do. Uh, we've been playing D anD. d That's right. That's been really fun. How 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 am I doing on D anD. d Being like brand new to D anD. d Am I doing well, okay? The, the guys and I have been talking, and <laughs> <laughs> and and we're actually gonna take your character out next week. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna kill him <laughs> in the next in the next section. So, uh, no, pretty good. Yeah, you really get into it. The enthusiasm, the acting chops, it's all there. <laughs> 
the acting chops. It's 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 uh you know it's 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 MCU level of acting. You know. Yeah. What I don't see you anymore when you're portraying this character. I see a four foot tall turtle man. <laughs> In fact, it's Even, hard to see. It's hard to see the real John anymore. Even on this podcast, I. I <laughs> That's all I see. Um, well, cool. Well, yeah. So you've also been playing Stray, which I talked about on the podcast oh, yeah, yeah. like uh, a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was last week. I don't know. Um, but you've been playing Stray as well, and I've been waiting for you to complete it because the ending. I want to talk to somebody about the ending, and uh, but you're very, very close to the ending. So how have you been liking Stray? I like Stray a lot, actually. I've heard it's pretty short, so I'm probably not far from the end. Yeah, but, if you're uh, at the if you're at the like, I think you're like at the second big like city, like where you can explore and stuff. Um, yep, yep. And that's like near the end. So, so yeah, like I thought it was going to be a gimmick. Yeah, it's like oh, you're a cat, how cute. But it is like a super interesting way to play the game. Like you pass up doors and stuff because cats can't use doors. They're like yeah, yeah. There's like doors in the hallway, and you're like, well. You don't even think about it anymore. You just walk past it and you're looking for some kind of like tunnel right. or some way through. And like trying to visualize like approaching the world like as a cat is yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah, it's super interesting because like, yeah, whenever you do need to get into some place and you have to like, it's like, oh, yeah, find a way to get in here. Like finding those kind of scripted ways to get into those places is super interesting. Like you can sometimes like scratch on the door or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, and in, like in the second city, like I, I found that if you scratch on a couple doors, like you can hear like small little conversations like uh, happen. Oh, really? Um, on the other side. But like they, they don't ever open the door. They're like, like some, well, on one of them, I was in like an apartment complex and I scratch on it. And then somebody's like, what? I thought, I thought I paid my, paid my bill like last week, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. Like this person thought I was like coming for them or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of a funny game. They sell you on the gimmick of being a cat, and that is yeah. actually cooler than I thought. But the thing that's cool is, like, the world that they've built that you're exploring. Yeah, and this, like, robot society and, like, the fact that it's just it's in, an intriguing place because it's not, like, you know, the, the, the kind of level of, like, cyberpunkiness has been done before, and, but, it, like the way that it all comes together and the mysteries that are, are in there that you're kind of just either left to infer. Um, yeah. Like all of that's super interesting to me. Yeah. And you, you like find the memories and you can piece together like stuff that's happened. Yeah. And there's these things in them where like the, the society, like the question I continuously had was like, how did like, how are there these robots? How do they have like sentience? Like, like what's what what happened here? And the the your robot AI buddy talks about it being like a really long time. Like you know, I I kind of assume like thousand years or like you know hundred at least hundreds and hundreds of years here have passed. And um, yeah, it's just it's a fascinating world to explore. And then doing so as a cat is also very fun. Yeah, I think the robots casually mention, like, oh, I'm 400 years old at some point. Like, Right. Yeah. And the robots don't know what you are. Right. They think you're a little dude, like a little <laughs> sentient kind of dude. I, I guess cats are sentient, but they think you're, like, on their level, and you're you're just playing a normal cat. Well, so, I so, mean, but, yeah, so you're playing like, a normal cat, but, like, you, because you are in control, like, it's a cat that has your knowledge. <laughs> it's so, yeah, so strange. It's so, 
it's a weird concept because they get around certain things like, oh, like John's like, oh, wait till you talk to this one guy. And I'm like, how am I going to talk to him? I am a cat. <laughs> so you get, the, you, you get the robot and, yeah. and then the robot is talking to people, the robot backpack and like the cats along for the ride. Yeah. And like, the way that it's written, I like, it's very, very well written in that, like whenever you're in having those conversations, it was unclear to me if I'm having the conversation translated through the robot or if the robot's having the conversation and then sharing some things with the cat afterwards. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, who, like, who are they interacting with? Who do they feel like they're interacting with? And it's just like, you become like a unit almost, uh, between you and this AI character. In my mind, the cat is a dumb cat, like a normal dumb cat. (laughs) And the robot is doing the talking, and the cat somehow just kind of is figuring out to go do these things through happenstance for survival, or like some some yeah for survival or something like the cat or the the robot's goading it somehow into yeah, see, doing these things. The way that I kind of like was 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 playing it was like okay, this is like a special cat. <laughs> this yeah. is like this is like cat with levels of like of knowledge and understanding untold you know (laughs) yeah i guess that makes more sense but then like you're just doing normal dumb cat stuff (laughs) yeah you're knocking paint cans off it's like and and like i I guess part of me is like with a cat with the full-on knowledge of like a human those things become even more like mean-spirited than they are mischievous yes Yeah, they're just mean-spirited. There's one <laughs> scene where you're just, like, walking on a keyboard. Yeah. Like a computer keyboard. You see it, like, lighting up the screen. and Yeah. And, like, I think <laughs> it was, like, like, there's, like, a chat on the other side, and it's, like, and it's just, like, just gibberish. The cat's just typing yeah. gibberish. And the person <laughs> on the other side's, like, hello? What? <laughs> it's, like, everybody treats the cat like it's on human intelligence level, but it is just a cat. I mean, yeah. The, like, it bridges that gap where it's, like, it's unclear where you're, like... It's sometimes it feels like it's just a cat and sometimes you feel like this is a genius cat, you know? Yeah. It's a puzzle solving cat in some instances. Yeah. Well, and then also like you could, you've done like, there's a, there's a, some action elements where like you're, uh, you know, almost like third person shooting almost in, in one of those moments. Yeah. That's, that was such a weird like vibe change. Yeah. (laughs) Which honestly, like I liked that section and uh, I'm glad it didn't last very long though. (laughs) Yeah, same. I, I was like, if this is the rest of the game, that'll become a little tedious, but it doesn't. And and I, I appreciated it for what it was, and it just kind of moved on after that. So, A lot of the game is fetch quests, which yeah. sounds boring. Sounds like a thing that a dog would do, too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> it sounds boring, but it is, like, entertaining to me, these yeah. fetch quests. Well, and I think that the, the level of, like, interactivity in those those fetch quests, like, they're not... They're not hard, but they're not also like they're not not boring. Like you know what I mean. Like some yeah. fetch quests, it's like oh, go out into the field and find four different tomatoes, and you like you go you go and you're like oh that's not the right one. Oh that's not the right one. It just becomes tedious real quick. Whereas this like it's it's all part of the exploration. Um, yeah, there's and, exploration. Yeah, and so it's like quests. oh I. I got to find this thing and you go into this building and you're like, oh man, this is a cool looking building. And oh wait, there's the item. I can't miss it. You know, <laughs> whereas like other games you can miss them and things. So yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've been very, very much enjoying it. I'm, I'm excited for you to finish it. So definitely finish it on that. How does it work on the, uh, the steam deck? 
So on the Steam Deck, it works pretty well. I think I like cap it at, so one of the things you can do with the Steam Deck is limit the frame rate of your nice. games. So it was hot in my house. I didn't like have AC running. And then I started playing Stray and the Steam Deck popped up a warning. It's like, hey, it's the Steam Deck is getting hot. It might shut off the game or the Steam Deck to, you know, preserve the hardware. Dude. And I'm like, what? So of course I ignored it. And then then I went into the settings. You can pull up the settings at any time. I changed the frame rate. I can reduce the resolution and then it's got like a resolution scaling. Cool. So like if a game is like struggling or using a lot of power, mm -hmm. you can go and adjust things like that and make nice. it more playable. So like a lot of these games that are like newer 3D games, like I guess Spider-Man runs on this since yeah. they released it on Steam. So people are saying Spider-Man runs pretty well on that. Like some of those games you load them up and you might get like an hour or two of battery life at most. But you can kind of, like, handle that by capping the frame rates, reducing resolution, and then using resolution scaling. It's, it uses that, like, AI scaling where it guesses what it would look like at higher resolution. So you're rendering a lower resolution, and then it upscales it to a higher resolution. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, and I guess like that's super cool to me that it does that at like a system level. Cause like yeah. most of the time, like on console, like they've only just started like introducing like, Oh, you can do performance mode or prioritize graphics mode. Um, yeah. And like those, those types of settings are, are nice whenever they're offered, but I do wish they were at like a systems level. Um, even if I would probably choose like, so for instance on Spider-Man, um miles morales on the ps5 you can do and i guess on remastered as well spider-man remastered too um you can choose performance mode which like is like 60 frames per second all the time or like even on on uh ps5 i think it's 120 frames per second um and they'll degrade the graphics a little bit to to be able to like do that so they turn off ray tracing and stuff like that or you can do like the middle mode which is like kind of in between and i think it's like like 50 frames per second or 60 like it, it's yeah. literally like the between and then there's the bottom one which is like 30 and that has like all of the particle effects all of the graphics and things and actually so many people talk about like oh yeah i, I like the performance mode or i like the the mode in between um personally i i like the 30 frames per second mode all of the other yeah. ones like feel way too fast for me like it's like really? oh man it doesn't feel like a spider-man movie or a spider-man cartoon anymore it feels like this is like too real <laughs> That's that's an interesting take. Like a lot of PC gamers would be like, yeah, 60 frames per second not high enough. Yeah, yeah. And like and I some games I love 120 frames per second. Like so for like racing games, so like Forza Horizon, I choose yeah. the highest frame rate I can possibly get on that thing because in all honesty, like sometimes it like kind of makes me motion sick if it's a lower frame rate. But like yeah, Spider-Man yeah. in particular, it's like I'm used to watching cartoons at like 24 frames per second. I'm used to watching film at 24 frames per second. And so like the 30 frames per second feels the most like those things to me. And so I just like I go for that, uh, even if it's like, oh, yeah, my reaction time is not quite as quick as somebody who's on, you know, 120 frames per second. So, like, at 120 frames per second or, like, 60 frames per second, a man with the power of a spider is just too unbearable for you. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. It, you're like, he, it just, it's too real. It's too scary. You're like, where do the webs come from? <laughs> 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 you, can, 
you're like, oh, I, I can see it deploying from his hands, and it's real gross. <laughs> Does he have that weird sticky hair on his hands that lets him climb walls? <laughs> See, I feel like that would be more prioritized. It's like in in like photo mode on thirty frames per second, it'll render that yeah. level of detail. Yeah. But uh, but you won't see it as it's deploying. It's just like it yeah. just appears. You know, it's too much for you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of PC games like the Steam Deck run stuff like remarkably well. I feel like it's like a, I feel like it's like a portable PS4. Probably not up to that level, but like you can play a lot of PS4 games on it. And a lot of PC games you can change the resolution you can scale you can go through and like get crazy with the settings and start changing things like most pc games yeah and i guess Uh, like for me it it seems like it probably is the power of a ps4 but it's the battery life like to preserve the battery life like you have to back off some of that so you don't get like 45 minutes worth of of play time you know yeah yeah which like you can plug it in and play it but that sounds bad, but, like, I'm thinking, like, oh, I'm going no. on a trip soon. Like, I don't have to bring, like, a desktop PC if I'm, like, just want to play games in my hotel sure. room for a little bit. Like, I can sure. just bring this thing and plug it in and play, you know, all night or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that the, you should be doing that when you're on a vacation, but <laughs> you can't. I mean, you can't. I, I, I mentioned, like, last, because uh, I, I, we recently got, went on vacation. I mentioned, like, I always, always, before every, like vacation every trip like anytime it's like i'm gonna be out like away from the house for like more than two days i like download a game or like i like make sure all my stuff is and i pack like all these things and then i proceed to absolutely do zero of those things while i'm out (laughs) um but uh but yeah so so we're gonna talk about the steam deck a little bit later but first a pick of the week so cody what 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 is your pick of the week this week so i've been playing this game called noida is that how you say it i'm not sure (laughs) i'm not sure if that's how you say it whenever you typed it out the first time and, and and mentioned it i was like i was like i i in my head was thinking something like it was pronounced some some other way but that makes sense now that i now that you say it out loud maybe it makes sense. maybe it's maybe it's noita i don't know yeah that's kind of what i was th- or or, or uh, noisha i don't know i don't I, it's it's very odd n-o-i-t-a spell it if you're looking it up yeah n-o-i-t-a yeah and then uh and and then then we're good but yeah so like this game what is it because it looks gorgeous yeah, so it's like, it's all like 2D pixel, kind of like indie game. I don't make it very far. I die constantly. It's like a roguelike. <laughs> I've been playing it on the Steam Deck a lot because I could just like watch TV and like put this game on on my Steam Deck. Like, but you're a little wizard guy and you kind of have like a jetpack with your L trigger or whatever you configure it as. And you pick up different wands that have like different weapons. Like, oh, this bomb can, or this wand can drop like bombs. And then they can destruct the environment, like, like, like Steam World's dig or like what? Like how does it how does it destruct? Is it like Minecraft? <laughs> I guess like it just blows away the pixels of like the ground, or depending on like so like Minecraft Minecraft in two D. <laughs> That's amazing. Somewhat, you're not building though. You're just you're just breaking things. Okay, okay, I like that. So then there's a bunch of monsters. You kill them. You pick up gold. 
But then there's like different status effects. Like you can get hit by acid and if your guy gets covered in acid and then you're like kind of poisoned almost. So you're losing health from that. But then you can jump in water and it washes off the acid. But if you're in the water and you get wet enough, it'll show like a percentage meter. Like then you are more resistant to the fire because you can catch on fire too. Dude. Like so when you explode things, like you catch things on fire and different things. That's awesome. Or like... If you blow up like kind of like a well area with some water, that water will rush out all this pixelated water. Dude, that's a that's a wild physics engine. I love that. Yeah, the physics are really what makes this game to me. And then you get like weird power ups like uh, when you kill enemies, they explode and then everything catches on fire. And then or like you kill enemies and they become rats and then the rats help you. Yeah, it's just that's a awesome. weird game. I love it. I love it. And it, and it looks really gorgeous. The lighting is is really pretty on it. Yeah, I think um, it was like less than 15 bucks. Got it on Steam. I think it's only on Steam right now. I don't think it's on really? like, cuz I was looking I was looking to see if it's on anything else and I was like, "Ah, I don't think I can play this um because yeah, it's it not on like anything it, else yet." Would it be a good like option for like Switch or something? I but. think it's like early access still. So maybe it's one of those games that like, oh, it's early access on Steam and then once we're done with it, then we'll release it to the other platforms. It feels like it would be a good Game Pass game, I feel like. Yeah, it seems perfect for like Game Pass. See, I've been playing that a lot. I can't That's tell awesome. you that much about it because I never get that far, but <laughs> like it's it just... sounds like me with with uh what, what game was it? It was it's the uh there's another like action uh action game. Uh they just had an, a huge update that like has the uh oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna I kicking myself because i can't remember it they just did a huge update that has like accessibility uh options like oh, a la cool. like celeste or whatever where you can literally like you know max out your um max out your your health or like max out like your damage and stuff like that it makes it a lot easier um i haven't gone back to play it but that game whenever it first came out it was a roguelike as well and i would just i would basically go and i would be like i got super close to the end one time i got to the final boss and then the final boss destroyed me in one hit and it was just like ooh. I don't know about this anymore. <laughs> the thing I kind of like about this game is, like, it's very minimal. There's, like, no cutscenes or anything like that. There's not even that much instruction. Like, you enter, mm. like, the, the mines that you, like, are going down, and then it just, like, shows, like, little glyphs on the wall, like, press F. <laughs> like, That's awesome. Like, it gives you, like, one instruction, like, section in the tunnel, and then you're in. And I, you don't know what the you don't know what the point is. You don't know what you're trying to do. You just go yeah. down there and fight monsters and try to like go through this little portal at the bottom. That's amazing. The uh, and like those types of games, like I, I I like them, but I do kind of I feel like roguelikes. I kind of need a story to kind of get me get me through because like I put so many hours in. Like I'm really. I, f I feel very awesome at Hades now. Yeah. And because it has like this, this story, like where every time I would lose, it would be like, it wasn't like, Oh, in your face, you lost. It was like, Hey, you lost, go and experience some cool stuff in the story now and upgrade some items. Oh yeah. You, you're getting like some kind of reward. Hades trained me to like ro roguelikes. <laughs> and it really is a, like a, such a nice game and a really cool story. And, like, that's the part of it that, like, pulled me through that game where, like, I'm not sure other games, like, other roguelikes are going to, like, pull me through in the same way. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find the game. I, I pulled up my Switch because I'm, like, trying to find the game that I was talking about. 
Um, but I cannot find it on my because everything is really hard to like. You can't organize your games on a Switch. <laughs> it's just one big pile of games. Oh. And so I'm just like paging through all of the games from the past that I have played on this thing. Um, but I cannot find it right this very second. So everyone's just going to have to wonder, what game was John talking about? And uh, while I talk about my pick of the week, which is Multiversus, which you have played. You actually yep. were the one that got me into it. Um, and let me tell you, Multiversus, last night I was playing, I like, this is like the, the fourth night that I've played it, and uh, I bought the Battle Pass. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, they just came out with that. Yeah, and I bought the Battle Pass, and I was like, okay, sweet, I'm going to get into this this now. And I realized <laughs> this is my new thing. Like it's it's really fun because like I I uh, I was playing with with Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's a fantastic character. She's the character that you get from the beginning. Like everybody has Wonder Woman, and then they have like the the rotation where like there's four different other characters that are like unlocked every like few days. They circle yeah. like cycle, and that's really cool. Um, because I played as Batman. I played as uh, as uh, Steven Universe last night, and I was playing as. Um, a couple other characters uh, here and there, but like I unlocked, I, I used some of my, my gold coins that you can earn in game and you can unlock yeah. all the characters like by playing in game, um, which is pretty cool. Cause you get a small number of gold coins at the end of every match. And, yeah. uh, and those pile up and every 2000, you can get a, um, a new character, unlock a character. So I have, I have like 4,000 coins or whatever. So I unlocked Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn is amazing. Oh. And really fun. Um, the uh, the thing about the battle pass though, after I got the battle pass, I was like, look at I, I like looked through it. And I was like, okay, sweet. There's some really cool things in here. Like there's uh there's like the Bugs Bunny um, opera skin, like where it's like it's oh. what's up, what's opera doc uh, is is the name of the uh, the cartoon. It's the one with uh, Elmer Fudd and 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 Bugs Bunny is like has the uh, the the Viking horns and the and yeah. the blonde hair. Oh yeah, the flight of the Valkyrie or something. Yes, yeah, yeah, Wagner, yeah, 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 and uh, and so that one's at the end of the battle pass, and so I don't know if I'll make it that high, but I was like, oh, that's a really cool one. There's a really cool Tom and Jerry when they're both detectives, like, oh. and so like, there's some cool stuff in there. But after getting it, I realized also it is unlike a lot of other battle passes in a negative way, in that it doesn't give you along the way, they don't give you more of the premium currency to allow you to buy the next battle pass. Oh. So like in Fortnite, if you get the battle pass and you make it all the way through the battle pass, you like accrue enough V-Bucks to get the next battle pass. Um, and so once you buy a, one battle pass, you can constantly just like always, ha as long as you finish it, have enough for the next battle pass. So you get on that like treadmill. Um, and inevitably like they give you like 50 cents more, 50 V bucks more than the battle pass is worth. So like, you know, you, you eventually get to the point where you're eyeballing the store and you're like, Ooh, that skin's really cool. I'm only, you know, a hundred V bucks away from it, but you can only buy V bucks in an increment of, you know, of like 10 bucks or something like that. So, yeah. so anyway, so you end up spending more money on the game the more you play because there are always these odd numbers and you're always like on that treadmill. But so this one, not including the, the treadmill aspect of it, where like they yeah. allow you to like buy the next battle pass by completing this one. That's odd. Um, and I do wonder how many people are going to get to the end of this battle pass and just be like, Oh, peace. I'm out. 
because like they don't have like they're not going to spend another 10 bucks on the next battle pass so like it's it seems like it's a uh it's a negative thing for the consumer in that like hey you're not getting premium currency from this thing but i feel like it's also somewhat of a negative thing for the game because their player base might just like they have an exit at that point yeah um so interesting um, I've very much been enjoying multiverses. What do you think about mul- how many, how, how much have you played multiverses? Probably like a couple hours. I haven't played it that much, but I really think it's funny and like, it's pretty fun. Like <laughs> it's, it's really a smash. Funny. It's like a smash brothers ripoff, but it, yeah. it plays well. Like, and Dude. the fact that they're like leaning into memes, like super saiyan shaggy, I had to unlock <laughs> shaggy. Like first off, I'm like. Shaggy can, like, kick across the screen and, like, charge up, like, Goku, yeah. and... He, uh, he gets... He can, like, also, like, cause teammates to get enraged as well, which is really cool. Like, the other night, I was, like, playing, and Shaggy was my teammate, and I was, like, it was, uh... It was, like, Harley Quinn gets, like, enraged, and and with the, the Super Saiyan, like, kind of flame around Oh, around that's her. awesome. And I was, like, I was, like, what is that? <laughs> it was Shaggy was, like, hell, like causing both of us to become super saiyan like enraged then your hits uh cause more damage i feel like the like teamwork aspect of it is better than smash brothers it definitely is because like in smash brothers it always felt like oh the team any team modes were always just like ah they're kind of secondary like free for all was where it was at or like one-on-one even like was where it was at whereas this like i literally haven't haven't dipped into any of the other modes besides 2v2 team mode um Also, because it's just so fun to see the interactions of the different characters where like, you know, Batman and and uh, and Superman, like they'll talk to each other a couple, you know, they'll have, oh, like, yeah. reference each other and stuff. And so like those types of things are really cool. Um, and so I just haven't I just haven't had a desire to like dip out of the team mode. Um, so I've also like my win percentage is about at a 50%. So it's like, I'm not like the matchmaking seems fairly well balanced where I'm not like completely like destroying people. And I'm also like not winning just all the time, um, which is nice. So it's uh, it feels really good. The, the funniest one to me is um, like, so there's like Tom and Jerry. And so it's both Tom and Jerry, but like the controller, you control Tom and runner yeah. and he just chases Jerry. And as you, he's trying to catch Jerry, he just happens to hit the other people in the arena, which is really funny <laughs> to me. I still, yeah. Cause like I saw in their, their like photo that they're fighting each other. Yeah. I'm like, how does that work? Cause I was thinking they're like the duck hunt, like <laughs> yeah, the duck hunt of this game. Yeah. Like duck hunt, a <laughs> uh, dog and duck from smash brothers. Yeah, or one and, character. <laughs> and the, the funny thing is, like, I, I like Jerry will sometimes just be around the arena, and like, you can like, you can you can get like step on Jerry, and you get a debuff or whatever. <laughs> like as <laughs> as the uh, the uh, opposing team, you get like a debuff if you catch Jerry in, instead of Tom. <laughs> and so it's just yeah so tom can like actually like lose jerry for a little while i think it's it's very odd um and then uh lebron james is also a really fun one to play (laughs) he like throws basketballs at people and stuff yeah and like and his big his big move like the big like hey this is like to knock people out of the arena move is like he's he like slam dunks onto the like onto the ground (laughs) next to people 
and uh, and they just like fly, and it's it's uh, it's ridiculous and hilarious, and I, I uh, I'm very very down with uh, with multiverses right now. Yeah, the character matchups are just like hilarious to me, and it's yeah. like a lot of the best versions, like or my favorite versions of the character, like Superman is like the goody good Superman from like Justice League cartoons. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the voice cast is also like, I feel like it's it, the, the voice acting is very much like, like my jam. Yeah. Where it's like the animated series kind of Batman, um, and Harley Quinn and stuff. So yeah. You, is it the same guy who voiced Batman in the animated I series? I do not know. It sounds like it. They have um, a skin for it. Like know. the nineties Batman animated series skin for Batman. Yeah. And they, ha- they have a nineties Batman Harley Quinn as well. So, oh, that's series. awesome. Um, which and both they of have- those are our only premium purchases and I was like, mm. <laughs> they have like Shaggy's uncle as a skin for Shaggy, which I think is like a one-off like character they had. Yeah. Who looks yeah. exactly like Shaggy, but like he's rich and he has like a, yeah, the, uh, the iron stuff, the iron giant is the, the big one where I'm like, <laughs> I'm like this, this game is ridiculous because it's like completely missing the point of the movie, the iron giant by oh. putting the iron giant inside of a fighting game. But I feel like they're going to give it some kind of plot because Superman's like, I don't know why we're here and I wish we didn't have to fight or something like that. <laughs> it's like one of his lines. The funny He's thing like about a, the iron giant is the one of his skins is like so he has he has this uh this medallion he wears on the normal skin it looks like basically like it's an s like a superman uh medallion yeah. and then like you can pay like a little bit like it's not very much it's like 50 cents or something like that like in real money um and you can get a skin of the iron giant just without that <laughs> <laughs> that's so dumb i know <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, so it's got it's got a little ridiculousness in it like that that normal free to play games do where you're like, "Wait, what? I have to pay for that?" <laughs> so, um so be aware as you dive in there are those kind of trappings, but it is a very fun game from uh from a gameplay standpoint. It's very much like the most competent uh Smash Brothers-esque game that I've played uh, pretty much ever. I think it's awesome that it's free. Like, I mean, they have to do that to get players. Because yep. no one wants to play it like a competitive like online game with no players. Good call. But you don't have to spend money if you don't want to. You can like unlock things, at least like the functional characters, just by For playing. Sure. And For if sure. you enjoy yeah, it, you'll unlock them. Like yeah, yeah. If you're you know, and that's the thing. Like within within like on the first night, I think I had enough to unlock a character, and it was just like, oh yeah, this is you know, that's kind of like super easy to get that first amount. And then with the fact that it rotates, where there's like, hey, there's a no, these characters that uh that you maybe don't have unlocked but you can play as them for the next like three or four days that also like is really cool because it allows you to try characters before you before you like you know unlock them so you don't spend that time getting those gold coins to unmake those unlocks and not know who you're you know what type of character you're unlocking they're trying to bait you into buying them but (laughs) 100 but you don't have to to like try them out right i'm like yeah, I think it's an okay deal. Like in terms of like, oh, I can play this game for free, and yeah. they're gonna try to bilk me for money, but they're not trying like super hard. It's not offensive. <laughs> yeah, it's not, and it's not like you, uh, you. It's not like a gotcha game where like, oh, you can get a random character. You know, it's not like that. Um, that level of you like, can play it and just ignore like 
the freemium parts of it basically right right that's the thing like with uh with like i play apex legends a lot like some of like the cosmetics that you get a lot of times like the it'll be in a loot box and it's like this isn't doing the loot box thing which is nice where it's like literally you pay x amount of dollars to unlock this particular like skin and i i'm, I'm fine with that type of uh of of mechanic for purchase in a, in a free-to-play game where way more than i am uh, like a loot box situation the other exciting part of it is, like, unlike Smash Brothers, it's going to constantly change. True. I don't know. They might release patches for Smash Brothers, but I, I don't know. Well, I mean, they had, like, they had, what was it, like, three or four years worth of, like, new characters that they brought out occasionally. Um, yeah, and it was just, so like, every, every not... few months. Um, but, but at some point, that does end, yeah. And so, like, a free-to-play game, it wouldn't have to necessarily end. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's not a fair criticism on my part. They had the... Uh battle pass kind of thing for smash yeah, the, brothers with the DLC fighter for pass i think is what fighter pass. It. yeah 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 well your pick of the week was noida and my pick of the week is multiversus again all right cody let's talk more about steam deck we've already talked about a lot about it but let's talk more about the steam deck how do you feel about like the process of uh, of of like you know attaching accounts? Like what what all have you done with Steam Deck? Uh, it's really easy to set up. So I already had a Steam account, so I just like unlocked my like put in my username password. Then I started installing games, and it runs Linux, so you're installing Windows games on it, and there's like a translation layer. But so far, I've heard there was like issues. So far, it's been like pretty seamless and pretty stable nice like that's super interesting yeah because for a while i was seeing updates of like now it's it's available on steam deck or it's like functional on steam deck interesting yeah they have like the steam verified program but like that isn't always trustworthy like i was playing uh the 2016 doom and -hmm. it's steam deck verified and it runs Mm -hmm. really great like you can get 60 frames a second everything but i was running into like it would just randomly stop and I would be back at the Steam like library selection. Like it would just crash? Like kicked out of the game. Yeah, it would just crash, but not like hard or anything, and it didn't take time. Interesting. But since the latest update, I haven't noticed it. So I've been playing I've actually been playing a lot of Doom twenty sixteen on there, so Dude, I, I have played a, a little bit of that. Um and I very much enjoy the uh like just kind of kinetics of like sprinting around and uh and and shooting things (laughs) yeah it's really well made like so it's crazy i got that game like near when it came out like what six years ago Mm -hmm. so my saves got uploaded uploaded to the uh steam cloud and yeah i was just able to continue right off where i was on my pc which is like killer for me because i'm lazy i don't want to redo stuff yeah yeah i'm not into like playing games multiple times so like i'm just able to like pick up on games that I'd been playing previously as long as the save got uploaded and I could That's go back awesome. and forth between them seamlessly. And it's, they've done a really good job. It's really clean, really well built. The interesting thing for, about that is like, Hey, if you wanted to, you know, if you had a big PC and you're already kind of a PC gamer, like you have all of your catalog that you've all like already purchased and it's just already at your fingertips there. And the fact that you can switch back and forth is really interesting. Like on something that's like a new game and you're like, Hmm, this, I feel like this, I really want to play on my like high power PC max settings situation. You can just like 
throw it over, like, you know, have it in the, the, the save in the cloud and then just hop over on your other thing. It's kind of, you know, going to work out that way. That's really, that's really cool. That's kind of like the dream that I always had with like, with Vita. <laughs> yeah. Where like, I wanted to be able to, you know, play something on my Vita. Like a lot of times, most of the time I was playing like indie games on my Vita and I wanted to be able to pick those up a lot of times over on my PS4, but it just didn't ever really work flawlessly. Um, Xbox, it always worked flawlessly, whether I, like, if I'm like, Hey, I'm on my box and then I would go over to some, you know, like Chris's house and then I would log in there and it would update my information, have all my saves and everything there. But like PlayStation has always been like kind of harder with the cloud stuff to, to deal with. So it seems like the steam deck is like that dream of like, Hey, I'm playing here on my handheld. Let me throw it over to my big screen for this big cinematic moment, throw it back to my, uh, back to my, you know, steam deck for the grind. <laughs> yeah. So I was able to like pick up on stray right where I left off on my PC. So another game that I've been wondering if you've, if you've played it all, um, have you tried, does, uh, does final fantasy seven remake work on it so i bought that on the epic store mm. so i didn't buy it on steam so yeah i've heard that the steam final fantasy 7 remake runs really well cool but it's going to be like one of those newer games that's like going to take your battery life down to like makes sense an hour or two it's a real pretty game the uh so as far as like epic store goes like epic store is there a way to access the epic store and even like hacking it or whatever i think there is i not tried it i'm not that interested in trying to do it because i feel like the the like layout for your steam games is so great and i'm like the whole point of it to me is like just like pick up and play pc games whenever wherever like easily yeah yeah so like like steam machine you know yeah you can install emulators like the freedom that you have with this device is like kind of really incredible like Mm -hmm. You can install whatever software you want. I could install Windows on it if I wanted and then easily access like the Epic Store and everything and Yeah. But then I yeah. wouldn't have that cool layout of like all my games at the fingertips and then like standby mode and stuff wouldn't work as well. Yeah. It's almost like that like that console kind of mentality like where it's like that's why I don't like that's why I don't PC game a lot is because like I I don't want my gaming. I want to be able to sit down and launch a game, not sit down, l- like wait for windows, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then like, Oh, I got to update my drivers or like, you know, whatever. Um, that, like instant know. on part of it has like removed yeah. a lot of the barriers. Like I don't play games a ton, but I'm playing them way more often because I can just like pop it on and be playing within seconds. And Yeah. Um, the other thing I was questioning, like I, I was like, I guess you'd have to do something similar for like a Game Pass situation where it's like, okay, you have to like install Windows or something like that to do to access Game Pass. Uh, yeah, you couldn't play the Game Pass games natively in Steam, like Steam's Linux operating system, but you can do like Game Pass streaming. I think they have something set up for that. I haven't tried it, but I feel like Game Pass was like on board with that and they've kind of made it easier. I know, yeah, Game Pass, I would imagine, would want to be on almost every device if they can. <laughs> yeah, I, I would think the opposite their best would, like, I think it would be, like, Steam would be the ones being like, I don't know if we want to allow you to do that, you know? <laughs> yeah, I've heard there's some issues with, like, DRM, so there's, like, easy anti-cheat that is on some games that, like, I guess does some stuff at the kernel level to look and see if you're using cheats. Hmm. but some games they have like patches for it where it's like, Oh, running the easy anti-cheat script 
when you're installing and then it fixes it. But that's, I think that's more on the developers to yeah, do. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But that's super interesting, man. I thought this thing was going to be kind of a, like, kind of a flop in terms of compatibility. Like, but Steam Proton. Yeah. Or I'm not sure if it's Steam Proton or if it's like open source, some open source organization developed this Proton compatibility layer. It works awesome. Like, I love it. <laughs> really surprised. I haven't run into anything that I, that it won't run just That's cool. yet. That's really cool. And like, so uh, then. I guess like hard drive size, like if you're downloading a ton of like massive games, how, like how big of a hard drive do you have in it? And then like, it, is it expandable? That sort of thing. So I think I got 256. There were, what were the options? Like 128, 256 and 512 probably. Yeah. seems so right. So I, I got and the 512 has like a special screen coding or something is the difference with that one. But I got the 256 and yeah, I filled it up pretty quick because, you know, I just have, like, the whole Steam library from, like, years of buying, like, humble bundles of games <laughs> that I'll games that I'll never play, but now I'm suddenly more interested in because they're, like, cool yeah. indie games that work really well on Steam Deck. Like, yeah. But you can install, like, an SD card into it. Nice. So I bought, like, a 400-gigabyte SD card, and, yeah, that works, too. It's not going to yeah. be as fast loading as the... I think it's an NVMe solid state drive in there. Nice. But nice. you can bust it open and install a new hard drive or solid state drive if you want. Like Jeez. So like That's the really free, funny. Yeah, the freedom you have with it is pretty incredible. I'm not taking advantage of it. But the fact that I can do it. It's nice. It's nice to always have that option. Yeah, you can plug USB C hubs into it and use keyboard and mouse, external monitors. It's nice, Whatever. like the SD the SD card expansion slot is super nice because like I I remember the Vita had like the proprietary memory stick and it's like so I upgraded that thing and but like it's it, it was so ridiculously expensive for the number of of gigabytes that I got like at the time because it's this yeah. proprietary to, like proprietary plug like where it's like this just. It doesn't doesn't work to manufacture that at any little scale that it makes it inexpensive, um, and so like whenever things say like oh SD card slot expandable, I'm always like yes. <laughs> Being kind of like untethered from a lot of that proprietary stuff is nice, and it makes me want to just go like all in on like PC games. I guess specifically Steam, so I'd still be like tied to a store. A but it's at least yeah. it's it's hardware agnostic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the, and the fact that like, you know, those to me it always seems like PC games are a little bit more um backwards compatible a lot of times like, you know, it, it's it, they they that you can always like kind of go revert back to the OS or whatever that it makes sure that it runs. And so like it's it, yeah. they do feel a little bit more um yeah, I not guess that like I'm playing old games, but it's nice to be able to do so if I want to. Right. Well, like how many times have I run into where it's like, oh, I want to play X game, and it's like, okay, what platform is it on? Okay, it's only on PlayStation Three, and it's like, well, PlayStation Three was the one with the cell architecture, so you can't play that. <laughs> like, you can't play yeah. that on any modern console. <laughs> yeah, and then you can install emulators and stuff on this. I heard it's like an right. emulation beast. 
So nice. pretty much like whatever game. So because like, I'm also now sitting here being like, okay, well, should I should I buy one of these things? I feel like I, I might yeah, might want to. I feel buy like I'm things. like advertising for it. Like, <laughs> yes, John. Um, the uh, but like as far as you know, the Steam Deck goes. What would you rate it on a scale of one to ten? Like, you know, <laughs> I feel like a. <laughs> I don't know if you're joking anymore. I'm just <laughs> no, like I'm fully, not, I'm not joking. I'm fully like, <laughs> I'm not joking right now. I think we should, we I mean, should put a number on this thing and call this the steam deck review. This is the stay on target steam deck review. I feel like tentative, like nine out of 10, like it's pretty sweet. I, but, I mean, like your mileage is going to vary. Like if you're into playing Fortnite, it's not going to run that. I guess Epic is like made that harder to do or is like pretty against it. They could like open that up, but I like Fortnite, but I'll, I guess I'll just play it on Xbox or whatever or PC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I but, like Fortnite. Well, it's free to play everywhere else, you know. But so yeah, it, they've done an amazing job, and it's a pretty open piece of hardware. You can mod it if you want. You can install most things that you want to install. I mean, I technically I could put Fortnite on there. And it's just it's just going to be annoying to do. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to install Windows and. I, like I had heard somebody like that I know was talking about, hey, yeah, you know, I just haven't looked into like what hoops I have to jump through to get Game Pass on there, and I was like, I was like, man, is that like that? Mu- I guess it must just be that like open where like it's possible to get these things on there. It's just on you to like install the OS or to like figure it out, you know? Yeah, it's it's a computer. It's a game console that just admits that it's a it's a computer. Like you can open up desktop mode on it and stuff too, and like send emails and watch youtube or whatever you want to do like no <laughs> do, yeah you could do gmail or whatever like you can put you could dual boot and put windows on like an sd card and then still have the convenience of your steam deck and dual boot into the other i guess the driver compatibility or the driver performance in windows hasn't been as good so you might lose okay. some kind of performance but i i see that improving over time yeah, it makes sense. That makes sense. I don't, I well, don't know if Valve then, cares that much about it, but... Yeah, and then the more that there are out there in the wild, the more people that there are to kind of, like, come up with solutions for these problems, too, so... But yeah, if you had to... If I had to pick, like, one gaming device, I'd pick this thing. Like... See, that's super interesting to me. That's like, that's like, uh, that's like intense. Cause I would pick like, Oh, like, give me my Xbox or like, you know, whatever, yeah. you know? And so that's super fascinating that it's that level of like, okay, this is just a cool gaming device. Um, the, uh, the thing that I love about like, you know, the Xbox or like dedicated gaming devices, you mentioned emails, like, is that I don't like, that's one reason why I don't game on my phone much is cause like, I just, there's too many other things where it's like, oh yeah, oh, here's an email, here's a text, here's a blah, blah. And it's like, whereas if whenever I'm gaming on like my Xbox or like my, my switch, it's, it's just, just games, <laughs> you know, there's nothing else that's, you know, getting in the way or like, you know, trying to oh, insert yeah. itself and be like, Hey, look at me, look over here. <laughs> yeah. There's no distractions unless you want to like, cause yeah. you switch modes, you can switch to desktop yeah. mode. That's cool. So it's not really cool. like an issue. Yeah, and you just, if you just don't set up the email on it, then, you know, <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Well, I mean, you just don't go into desktop mode. You yeah, can never yeah. look at the computery kind of side of it. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm uh, I'm intrigued, man. Well, I think, unless you have anything else, you know, to talk about with the Steam Deck, I think that that's, that's that about does it, you know? I'm just waiting on my check from Valve after this. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's the thing oh. is like for for you to be this positive about it, I'm like, yeah, this is this is like kind of selling me on it. Well, I do have more things to say about the Steam Deck, actually. Go for it. I was just Hit thinking me. about it. Like, so it's got like these it's got some interesting controls on it. So there's like your normal like double analog sticks, A B X Y. Then it's got like these back paddles, which I haven't used Ooh. that much. So you have like a R three and four, I guess. Yeah, because you have the triggers, L4. the normal triggers, and then you have paddles. Wow. And then you have these pads on the front that are like touch pads, kind of like the Steam controller. Interesting. And I thought those would be awful and terrible. And they felt that way at first. But then I started like forcing myself to use it in Noida because they're like kind of better for like games that you traditionally use a mouse for. Yeah, I was about to and say that I- it feels like a laptop mouse pad almost. And then I started using it in Doom, like I got used to it. Now I'm like starting to like the, the pad, and it's even weird. Like some, they'll have like custom controller configurations for each game and community ones that people upload that you mm-hmm. can just download. See how many people use it. That's super nice. So some games I started using the left, like pad for the left is like instead of the left analog stick. Hmm. So I'm just like all on these touch pads. So you're basically like both both fingers are on touch pads instead of on the sticks, the joysticks. Yeah. And it's it's actually pretty cool. That's like. really awesome. And that's like that also is one of those things where I so for instance like Splatoon on uh on uh Switch. They integrate motion controls as well as your stick controls. And at first I was just like, this is terrible. Get this out of here. And, uh, and then I like, I played around with it a little bit more, but like, and it actually like enhanced it a lot where I was like, that's actually really kind of nice. Cause like the way it would work is I would basically, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to walk around and aim, get it close to like where I want to aim. And then I'm tilting. Like it's, it's not like I'm just doing a tiny little bit of like tilting, the thing to get that fine, you know, to get that yeah. headshot, to get that, like just that tiny extra bit. And, uh, and it's like, it was initially, I was just like, this is, this is terrible. What, why would you put motion controls in, in this game? But it makes so much sense whenever I started using it correctly. So they got that on here too. The gyro aiming. I love it. So like, yeah, you're doing like your macro with the pad and then doing the micro tilting with your like gyro. I haven't yeah. gotten into that as much. Yeah. I started using it in like Left 4 Dead 2. Mm-hmm. But it I you can I think it might be like too too sensitive on my whatever setting I have for Left 4 Dead. Too jittery, yeah. Yeah, too jittery cuz it's like I'm swinging it around. <laughs> you make a tiny little tilt in your face in the opposite way. What? So that's like that's kind of also like the fact that you can like go so deep with the controls and change the control schemes and like load community things is like a double-edged blade because I might like try different control screen schemes instead of like playing the game, just how it might be intended to be played, you know, like, yeah, I'm just yeah. sitting there screwing with the controls. I'm like, ah, it's not perfect. You know, like, right, right. The tweakability you're, uh, of everything is good and bad. You're, you're playing the settings game rather than the actual game. Yeah. But for the most <laughs> part, not doing that. And it's pretty awesome. 
I love it. I love it. The uh, stuff like that, like that, that increases the level of accessibility as well in a lot of cases, like where it's like, okay, well, like I, if, if I'm just like not as good at thumbsticks or if, like thumbsticks, like hurt, hurt your hand and stuff like that. Like if I feel yeah. like, you know, have, have that happen where like over time, like there's the, they can't do thumbsticks anymore. And so they change to like PC gaming because like, that's just easier for them to like move their whole hand around rather than yeah. like their thumb. So fascinating, man. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com and on social at ChrisWright250 and JohnWright777 and Cody doesn't exist on the uh, on the interwebs, even though we just talked about emails and, uh, and and interweb connectivity with the Steam Deck. He doesn't exist there, so don't, don't no. go looking. Yeah, don't look for <laughs> me. I'll find you. <laughs> look to your left. Look to your right. One of you won't pass the course. I don't understand. (laughs) The classic (laughs) professor. Both of you won't find me on Instagram. (laughs) One of the rocks that's on your sides is actually Cody. (laughs) They both were. (laughs) You like come out of it like like Frodo and Sam in the Lord of the Rings. (laughs) (laughs) They concealed themselves as rocks at one point. Yeah, I remember with the capes, with the elven capes. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I remember now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they somehow didn't get stepped on. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, that's it for this week. I don't know what we're going to be talking about next week. Um, there's been some some w- strange developments on the uh, WB Discovery Plus uh, the front again <laughs> since last week, but I haven't really been able to look into it too much uh so maybe we'll talk about that if chris is back and uh you know if if chris is not back then we'll be talking about something i just hope they don't affect multiverses in any way like (laughs) well that's the thing is like i was like dude they came out with multiverses which has been in development for years so like i feel like the with the new management very easily they could be like shut this down it's free what is it free free no I feel like it's well, right up right up their alley. It's like, oh, it just keeps making money. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> uh, the community makes their own fun in it. Okay, great. <laughs> they just pay us for it. Okay, we don't have to get fine. actors. All right. No, they do have yeah, to get we, actors. Actually. We don't have to. We, we don't have to pay anyone to write any scripts. What? This is amazing. <laughs> this is awesome. Genius, genius. We just won't get Batgirl in it. No Batgirl in. I mean, <laughs> oh gosh, no Batgirl in multiverse. He's yeah, literally like the. There, he's just like no, no, no Batgirl. Like she's in the middle of development. You've you've already finished her seventy percent of the way for to be added to this game. No, shut it down. Close it. <laughs> shut it down. Fire everyone involved. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> so frustrating anyway that's it for this week we'll see you next time on stay Stay on on target. target